Welcome to this week's episode of The Soul Club. We are talking all things stigma and societal stereotypes on this episode, including tattoos and sexuality. So hold tight, listen to the end, and enjoy. Welcome to this week's episode of The Soul Club. I am Kat. I'm Sindra. Thanks for tuning in to us. Thank you, and thank you so much for listening to our previous episodes as well. Uh, We've loved hearing some of your feedback and discussions on some of our topics. It's been really cool. Yeah, so keep it coming. If you have something to say, let us know. Yeah, we um, just don't want to be talking into thin air. Yeah. We want conversations and we want, you know, sometimes we need to be challenged on our opinions or our views and have discussions with people. Yeah. So we like that kind of thing. Please... Include yourself. Yeah. That's what it's a club is all about. <laughs> that is what the Soul Club is all about. Yeah. <laughs> um, so today we are talking about stigma and social stigmas and why we don't like them, but how everyone can kind of get stuck in some of those behaviours that are associated with stigma. Mm. And how we came about discussing this topic because we were going to talk about tattoos. Mm. And then and then it was interesting. We actually looked up and on Wikipedia it says that stigma is a Greek word that originally meant like marking or tattoo mm. and that was used to distinguish people in society like as criminals or as people that you should stay away from, mm. which I think is really interesting. And I think that that mindset is still very prevalent in today's society with some people. Totally. And um, I was talking about this with someone the other day that... Uh, in Japan, they've banned, like, it's illegal now to tattoo. Is it? Yeah. That's so sad, because Japanese tattoos are beautiful. Correct. Um, But they're associated with the Japanese mafia Mm, and criminal kind of people, Um, even though, like, the tattoo, like, masters, and they are masters, they Mm. apprentice for, like, 10 years or something in Japan, and they, um, a lot of it's by hand, and Mm. it's all, like, traditional kind of thing, but... Yeah, so they've just made it illegal and um, some of the best tattooers in the world are from Japan. Yeah. And that's really sad. That is sad. And there's a huge stigma against uh, people with tattoos over there because they just associate them with like criminal activity and they're really frowned upon, Mm. um, especially women. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of cultures are like that too though. Um, I think... I mean, I'm no expert by any means, but I think that in some cultures, women who have tattoos can be perceived as, like, whores mm. um, or easy or stuff like that. Um, that's from things that people have told me in the past. Um, yeah, so we're not specifically talking about tattoos today, but no. it's a good example, I think, that we'll probably keep coming back to yeah. to illustrate what we're talking about. I think the acceptance of people with tattoos is like obviously a lot different these days than it used to be but even when I was a kid I remember mum telling me about tattoos and saying like you know people in gangs and bikies have tattoos and you know you never want to get one because they're bad people have tattoos you you don't you don't get tattoos basically yeah um for um anyone that doesn't know Sindra is covered in tattoos I have a fair few. She has... Do you know how many know. you have? No, I counted them one day, like, maybe 35 yeah. or 36. Yeah, mm. that's a lot. I have seven. Mm. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Not completely covered. Mm. <laughs> Not like you. I never imagined... I never 
imagine myself having tattoos. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, I probably grew up thinking the same or similar thing because they weren't really a, mm. a thing then. Mm. But by the time I was 18, I was like, yeah, I want a tattoo now. Yeah. It was becoming more and more acceptable and people were getting them and there was less judgment. Yeah. I think I was 21 when I first got mine. Mm. Well, yeah, I didn't get one until I was however old. Yeah. Like a long, long time after that. Yeah. But I first started like wanting to get one when I was 18. Um, I don't know. Like I feel like the stigma with tattoos now probably comes from like the older generation. Like, I think so. Like sometimes at the baths, when I'm at the baths, like if there's kind of older people there, like baby boomer type people, they're always like, oh, you know, don't get any more tattoos now, love, and stuff like that. Really? They just said out of yeah. nowhere? Yeah, yeah. One, one time these guys asked me about them and, like, he had tattoos and he's like, oh, you know, you shouldn't get any more, like, you know, women, like, kind of like, oh, you know, it's just like, that's enough now. And I was like, mm. um, maybe, like, just keep mind your own business. Yeah. But that's kind of the impression. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? people. Yeah. Mm. But then I wonder if those same people, like given the opportunity to get something and see how beautiful they could be or, or how they could look on their skin would get them, I wonder. Mm. If any, like if there's any people in the older generation, I'm sure there are, that yeah. would get them now. Even yeah. though they've really grown up with that being a bad thing. I think stigma as well is, you know, a lot of beliefs are ingrained mm. in us and like culturally or... Um, you know, from our families or just from like schooling in general. And, mm. um, and sometimes when people get challenged on that, it's, um, it's a fear based oh, thing yeah. because they don't really understand mm. and they don't, they aren't able to open their minds up to understand Yeah, as well. I agree. Um, or they just haven't been presented with the right people to have discussions with to challenge their mm social views mm. i think a lot of people are closed off to it though as well yeah maybe it's like nope yeah true. Nope, shut down yeah i agree because it's easier to not challenge your ingrained beliefs yes yes it is mm. look at what's happening in america at the moment yeah like there's a lot of people who are doing things that are totally fear-based because it seems easier for them yeah I've been talking to a lot of people uh, lately about sexuality and um, uh, being sexually fluid myself, which just means not saying that I'm this or that, just being open. And I put up a post about it a couple of weeks ago on my Instagram and like got have had heaps of feedback and actually I've had heaps of conversations about that recently. Mm. And I think sexuality is another thing that is stigmatized like heavily. Yeah. And when people are challenged on it, so when you present them with a different view of being like, actually, I'm not like, I'm not bi, I'm not like gay. I'm actually just going to say, yeah, I'm sexually fluid. So I, that's what I am. Just do what you want. Do what I want. That is actually challenging, like really challenging to a lot of people mm-hmm. because they can't, like, I believe that may, this is maybe a very out there concept, but I believe that the majority of people in the world are sexually fluid if they open their minds up and 
saw people for people instead of seeing them for boy or girl or non-binary or whatever they are yeah but it's Um, the same as what you were just saying it's hard to challenge your own ingrained beliefs and what you've been taught yeah so people are taught the whole nuclear family thing yeah mother father two kids yeah and that's that's the happy family scenario that's yeah that's what you do you have sex with your husband you have sex with your wife and that's it yeah there's none of this like being attracted to a person or regardless of what gender they are yeah it's it's a societal structure Mm. so it's been really interesting having those conversations and most of the people that I've been having those conversations with are like kind of pretty open to Mm. that which is really cool and very refreshing Mm. and I feel like there is a movement going towards fluidity in sexuality as well as gender which is really nice like Mm. and it it's nice because it promotes the acceptance of every of all people Mm. and treating everyone the same yeah which is what we and that means whether you are like with a man or with a woman or with both or with more than one person or whatever whatever you choose to do it's totally fine yeah it's a choice yeah it's not a imposed sentence but see people people do think it's an imposed sentence I know because that's how it's been presented to us to keep people under control Mm. basically yeah 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 I read something today that um Kate put up on Instagram and it was like something to do with like man meets woman so that man and woman can work hours that are not aligned with each other and then never spend any time together yeah it was like like a really sarcastic thing about how couples end up together and how they work in society I was like that's so true Mm. so thanks for sharing Kate yeah that's really cool and it's that whole thing and again I've been having these conversations a lot with people about um for instance like a traditional couple like a man and a woman couple the woman being at home with the kids or whatever the the man going out and working like a ridiculous amount of hours like 100 hours a week or fly in fly out or um you know 80 80 hour weeks killing themselves um and the woman just taking care of the house and the kids and the guy like hating life like hating his job like and just doing it for the money so they can get the three houses the four-wheel drive the dog that they can't enjoy anyway yeah yeah i think i've had this conversation like five times in the last week there was a people. video that was going around in the last week again about this kind of thing. So that might be where that conversation came yeah. from. Because a lot of people have seen it and shared it and stuff. Yeah. That might have been. It's in the collective psyche at the moment, I think. Yeah. This idea. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was even talking about it last night. And the person I had the conversation with, yeah, was was spending like, I don't know, 10 hours a week driving to and from work. And missing out and getting paid more than this person's getting paid now, but missing out on life Mm. because they were always driving and has now taken a pay cut, but is home by three o'clock in the afternoon and has time, more time to spend with their kids and more time to spend with them, you know, doing Mm. their own thing. And just saying about, yeah, that goes against the grain and people are like, what do you mean taking a pay cut? Mm. But we have to start pushing 
for life. Totally. And and getting away from this concept that money is happiness, money is success, money is life. Because but that, yes, it is, but it's not. <clears throat> it's not as well. Yeah. And bringing that back to the idea of stigma is because money, either having a lot of it or none of it, also has a stigma attached. So yeah. you look at someone that has no money, is poor, but loves their life. People see them differently. Yeah. Like they're poor. Yeah. That's a label, right? Yeah. You see people with too much money and the stigma is that they're an asshole. Yeah. So there's no happy medium for people. How are you supposed to win? So like he could have done one, gone one way or gone the other way. People yeah. still would have given him shit for it. Yeah. Because he made a decision based on, well, not maybe not based on money, but that involved money. Yeah. It's interesting. And... I see these men and their relationships crumble because there is no time to nurture that relationship with mm. their family or their friends or whatever. And all they have is work. Like what we're not, that's, I mean, I don't believe that's what we're meant to just be doing. It's just Neither working. But the media especially pushes like work hard, you know, work hard, play hard, spend hard, get this new thing. Like, work harder so you can get this other thing. Work harder so then you can get this other thing. And, like, why aren't you at work? And everyone's time poor and we've got to fill this stuff in. And it's like, when does it stop, though? Well, the bubble will burst. Mm. Eventually. The bubble will burst. We'll have a society full of scared, anxious, half-dead people. But we already that do. can't work. But we already do. Yeah, I know, but it's probably going to get worse than this before something changes. Like, people are, break- people are having nervous breakdowns. People are out on stress leave, like, left, right, and center. Especially um, my mum is, like, semi-retired, but she's a teacher. Like, there are so many teachers, like, out on stress leave, out on this, like, can't work. Because, like, it- they've made the job so ridiculous now. You can't do anything. You've got to do all this training all the time. You've got your extra mm. work at home. Like, people can't, people can't do it. It's too much. But it's, it's very expected. true. Yeah. And the stigma is that if you're a stay-at-home mum, you're almost worthless in society. Yeah. But if you're a, a woman in the workforce who's working 60-hour weeks, earning the money that you are masculine – and that you're like a ball breaker, like boss yeah. bitch, basically. Yeah. So there's a stigma attached to all of these things and people just don't seem to be able to win. Mm. And no wonder people feel so fucking discontented with their fucking lives. Yeah. And they're trying to escape by taking drugs, drinking booze, eating and just trying to numb themselves out because they feel like they need to be this thing. Yeah whatever the thing is. Hmm. I think we need to look at stigma more and attach it to stereotypes as well because I think they should go hand in hand. I think they do go hand in hand. Mm. So, like, a stigma basically is a characteristic that separates one person from another and gives you an idea about a person based on that thing because that's what society has told you to think. And stereotypes are the same thing. So, like... I'm going to use the example of obesity and I'm going to try to be very politically correct. Maybe not. Um, But I think that people will see someone maybe that's overweight or is having problems with their weight and have an idea about who they are as a person based on that. Yeah. And I think that people in that situation often get treated differently. 
and even it's not even actually obese or overweight people it's people that are skinny or people that are fluctuating with their weight or something people just have these ideas about other people based on things like that yeah and I wonder if there's a way to not so much stop it but to start being more critical with ourselves and our thoughts about what we're looking at and what we're thinking about other people and then because it's all based on what we're thinking about ourselves yeah well people automatically think uh see someone that is um overweight and they just think lazy yes and then they see someone that's skinny and they think issues yes totally as we know because both of us have had comments about being yeah small yes skinny whatever um and they ask like they ask you if you're okay yeah um so how do you think that we can combat that as a society like combating stigma in a broader sense do you think it comes down to acceptance or do you think it comes down to doing the work on yourself so that you don't care as much about external appearance of other people well it's doing the work to accept yourself how and accept your flaws and your attributes and everything about yourself so that you aren't judging yourself and then you're not going to judge other people and how do you think people do that miss Sindra? fucking no you can tell me (laughs) no i think um god i mean it's taken me well i'm 30 sorry so however long to come to a place where where i'm like actually like really love my body and i totally accept everything about myself most things pretty well how did you get there Oh, like a lot of self-inquiry, a lot of self-work, reading a lot of books about that kind of thing, doing a lot of exercises, lots of affirmations, a little bit of meditation, and just looking after myself, really. If I feel good in my body physically, then I think good. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I, I think well. Like if I so am how well, are you feeling in your body today for that sentence to come oh, out? I'm not had enough sleep. <laughs> if I feel good, I think good, I'm and then I do the things. Had enough sleep, but honestly, like if you want self acceptance, like you have to fucking work for it. It's not just going to be like, oh, I feel really great today. Oh, tomorrow I feel shit. And you can't just read a book telling you how to do it. No, you have no, to actually no. Do it. You've got to do it, and it's about not punishing yourself and it's about being patient with yourself and it's about letting go of fucking judgment everyone's gonna have shit days everyone's gonna have shit times basically just easing the fuck up on yourself take the foot off the pedal a little bit and just put it in park put it in park even just turn the engine off just put it in neutral even just turn it off hey cruise down (laughs) cruise down the hill in neutral just uh make sure you still keeping an eye out yeah but honestly it has to come from you and that's where we all need to come from it has to come from ourselves and once we get rid of the stigma uh in our own lives and once we get rid of you know the judgment of ourselves then we won't be judging other people as well i don't really know how that's gonna how that pans out in a in a universal sense and i honestly think there's always gonna be people that you know aren't 
Oh, of course they will. Because that's just, that's just life. Yeah. But, and so stigma really just comes right on back down to judgment, doesn't it? Yeah. And when we judge other people, we're doing it because we are feeling a sense of lack within ourselves. Yeah. And therefore, that's the thing that we have to address to be able to address stigma within society. Correct. Just nailed it. Nailed it. We definitely should finish it there because I don't think... <laughs> I think you just nailed it too. That's great. Love it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening this week. We hope you got something out of it. And please do join the discussion. If we've missed anything or said anything really dumb, please let us know. And yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Thanks for tuning in. Find us, my voice. <laughs> find us on Instagram at The Soul Club. Our email is connect at thesoulclub.com.au. And we have a little group. Yeah, it's on Facebook. Search so, The Soul Club. Yeah. We'll see you in there. Ah. Yeah. All right. Chat to you next time. Have a time. good week. Bye. Bye.